The following podcast contains spoilers for fan. You have been warned. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glenn Button, along with your host, Miguel Magusto. Hello, Glenn. How are you? I came to the realization, Mike, yes. that I might I might have to change the intro a little bit, because now that we're doing video, it's no longer really news radio, but it is at the same time, because yeah. we're also on audio waveform podcasts. So it's true. I don't know what to do. Do I just I've- stick with it? I'm bad. You've been doing it long enough. Who cares? I, get over it, folks. Get I don't care over anymore. It. Yes, yes. Uh, but how are you doing? I'm okay. I was just telling you that I somehow fucked up my Achilles heels, both of them. That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that that's great. I don't know how I did. Well, I kind of know how I did. I started playing basketball again. Uh, so I'm using muscles that I haven't used in like 10 years. Uh, oh, but yeah, other I, than I that, that is. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad at all. Nice, nice. Uh, existing. Uh, I'm going to say the joke that I said off off the uh, recording. Uh, is it a killing you? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yes. It hurts really bad. I oh, had one of those fucking uh, those therapy guns and just like beating my... Beating my flesh. I was going to say meat, but that sounded... That I mean, sounded, it's it's... Technically, uh, your meat, just not yeah. the meat that that's It's just like the little to. meat in my bones. Yes. Well, near my bones, I guess, wrapping around it. Fuck it. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Mike, I saw some things. I'll have you You saw know. some things. Tell I me. I did. I did. So Oops. last week, I had told you about, uh, I had started watching this short film collection. It's like mm-hmm. a kind of like anime movies. Um, the first one was called uh, Magnetic Rose, which was really good. And it, it had me. It had me plopped. It had me ready to watch the other ones. I got through half of the second movie before I think we ended up doing the podcast. Uh, that mm-hmm. one was called Stink Bomb. I finished it after the podcast. And uh, cool concept, uh, I'll say. But mm-hmm. God, was it, for the most part, boring. The main character was annoying as shit. Um, to do a quick little plot, um, basically this dude at his job, I guess he works like at an R&D, um, research and development, um, and he's like got this headache and he's trying to, you know, get rid of it. And somebody's like, oh, there's some, uh, there's some pills in, uh, in the boss's office. You go, go check those out. Maybe it'll get rid of the headache. He pops them and it was this brand new drug that wasn't meant for anybody to take. And the boss comes in freaking out. He's like, where, where'd this guy go? Where'd he go? Looking for him. And, uh, he went home and, uh, well, sh- shit goes awry. Basically the name of the, the movie Stink Bomb is what he literally became. Uh, it's cool. Really- Farting up a storm. He he just became a very disastrous gas cloud, basically. Oh. Like he he was still physical, but all around him was just anything that came near him basically either like just decayed and died. Hmm. Really cool concept, but the main character was super annoying. And then it kind of just got, live action or animated. This was this was animated. Okay. Um, all three movies were animated. Um, really, the the animation itself is really good, but the main character was annoying, and the end yeah. was kind of campier than it it needed to be uh so that was that the next one was cannon fodder um 
Uh, I guess after the last one, I, I hadn't been, like, for the first one was really good. The second one's kind of, it was, like, decent, co-concept, but it wasn't good. And then this one, I kind of just lost interest, so I half-watched this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was good. The animation was different from the other two, for sure. It was it was unique in its own way, but it was, like, following this little boy um, basically living in a, a country where they kind of praise war in a sense and he's trying to he he wants to become like this uh basically the fuhrer like he wants to be just like the fuhrer oh Uh, that's not good no 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 (laughs) not not specifically that fuhrer but yeah yeah usually when someone's Um, called the fuhrer it's not a good time yeah uh that that was that was decent but i think the last one kind of washed me away from actually paying attention and caring i'd have to give it a second glance if if i cared enough it wasn't that long yeah. so i could could do it um after that we watched teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem we've got our thoughts on that up on the youtube mm-hmm. um and then we also we don't have a review for this one because we just watched it because we cared yeah. uh, we watched the meg 2 and you also watched the meg 1 i i meant to pull that up but i guess i never rated it for some reason i don't know i just i just exist like that uh, yeah. but we watched the meg 2 but before that obviously i watched the meg 1 to catch up uh, the day before we actually went to see it. I really liked the first one, actually. It was pleasantly surprised. First one's fun. Um, what I was telling you about, like, uh, after we watched Meg 2, is that uh, this, the second one, since we didn't have a review, the second one was kind of over the top. It kind of became, like, a Fast and Furious of that movie, the Meg. Mm-hmm. Um, what I liked about the first one is, yeah, it had its, you know, campiness and all that, but it felt like scientists... They were like doing sciencey shit. Like it felt in a way like it was actually like real science in in ways, but a little bit, a little bit far fetched. But at the same time, it was grounded to an extent, and it looked and it's, it felt like the scientists were trying to clean up their mess. But in this one, they literally just jumped the shark. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, they literally jumped the shark. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan. I was kind of moving around a lot. When I move around in the seats, that's kind of kind of a a telltale sign that i didn't really enjoy the movie or i'm not enjoying it um and then after that i had started um i I talked to you a few times about i've been watching or listening to michael rosenbaum's podcast inside Mm -hmm. of you and he uh obviously he was in the show smallville which him and his uh co-star uh well i guess this this is Michael Rosenbaum is this guy's co-star technically in the show. Tom Welling, who guy who played uh, Clark Kent, Superman, as we all know, um, they started uh, a podcast a couple of years back, I think, called Talkville, where they talk about they watch each episode and then they you know talk about uh, those episodes and like any memories they had about it. it was it's, it's a pretty cool concept, um, and they're both really enjoyable to listen to. And I I grew up on that show because my dad's a big Superman dude. Um, so it's nice to kind of rewatch those and then watch these guys talk about them and kind of just all the memories and all that. So that's been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, obviously, watched Fan. Mike. Yes. You got to tell me, brother. What yeah. did you get into? Uh, I watched six things, uh, mm. four of which were things that you watched. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yes. So the first thing I watched, continuing with my Ingmar Bergman collection, I watched a movie called The Touch. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's essentially about a married woman who uh, starts an affair with a 
an American man and your favorite concepts. Yes, uh, it's uh, and the, their relationship is problematic at best, and not just in the affair sense. Uh, mm-hmm. There's very much emotional and physical abuse between them. Uh, not that like that a, sh- a movie like this shouldn't be made. It's just you know it's a yeah story. Uh, I don't like romance in film really. So and you don't like cheating. <laughs> Uh, Obviously, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Unless, unless it's, I guess, I kind of like, warranted in a way. I it if, if it would be on a reality TV show, I don't like it. Is pretty yeah. much where I'm at. And uh, this was okay. You know, had good acting and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know is what I would expect from an Ingmar Bergman movie. But it just wasn't my thing. It's fine. I think a lot of people like it. Uh, it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I watched The Meg uh, to rewatch it because I didn't really remember it and had a lot of fun rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem with you. We have a review for that up on the YouTube so you can check out our thoughts there and see us just messing, trying to see through fabric. And, Absolutely. <laughs> and yes, yes, that was a, that was a time that indeed and- did happen. And to clarify, we both didn't wear orange bandanas. Mine was red. Just throwing that out there. I Did was someone think it. they were both orange? Yeah, I guess it. Looking back, it could have been color graded better. I'm I'm terrible, so I can't talk at all at color grading. I mean, to me, um, they look red and orange. Uh, it's just like one is also, obviously darker. Like I'm also colorblind, so. Oh, okay, well there you A go. I don't trust you. <laughs> I, what I is, it wasn't from me originally. Yeah, to me, it, it is definitely, like, yes, it doesn't look super red, but mm. with as low light as we had, you're true, not going to get true. much else. We're, either that is going to get more red, and then we're going to look sunburnt, yeah. or they're both going to look how they and, look. Oh, and my God, just imagine my hair. Ugh, it's yeah, game over. exactly. So, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to take all this time to color grade these things. I'm going to put on a plug-in. Yeah, it's gonna look fine, and if people don't like that, they can go kick rocks. It'll be all right. Why don't Uh, you pay us to to do better? How about that? Yeah, pay us, and then I'll actually try. (laughs) Actually, just pay Mike. I don't. I don't need the money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we watched Meg Two: The Trench. Uh, I kind of agree with everything you said. I had a little more fun with it. Yeah, uh, but I also think that uh, it did jump the shark, as you said. So yeah, there's that. Then I watched Kick Ass Two. Uh, because it came in Netflix DVD. I thought I had watched it uh, a while ago, and then mm-hmm. I realized that I hadn't watched it and just saw enough of it uh, in like doing uh, theater walks. And I've and, never and fully watched through. either. It's not good. It's not. Uh, I don't know. I've lost a lot of respect for Jim Carrey through the years, uh, and so he was just kind of annoyed me in this. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone annoyed me in this. It's not fair to just point him out, but like I can't stand looking at his face anymore. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It makes me sad, honestly, but it's the truth. Like, yeah, uh, th- things I've heard from like the behind the scenes of um, um, that movie he's in, Man on the Moon, I think it is. Yeah, uh, where he plays Andy Kaufman. Like, it just sounds like he was not a good person. He might be better now, but like I, I just lost respect I, for him. I, so I, I think obviously when that movie came out or like when that was being made i think that was the start of kind of his descent yeah um but yeah. i think now looking back at it there was obviously it wasn't really good that he did yeah. that but you could see where he was going with it 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've opened. I I thought he was fucking crazy, but kind of opening the, my brain a little bit to it, a little bit more to the concept of what he thought he was doing. I mean, it makes sense. That's a whole different discussion. He we don't need to have. Just has like a holier than thou air to him. Yeah. Uh, which well, it, it doesn't help that how the '90s and 2000s were for him, and that yeah, the I, God, I am God not, complex you know, just I'm not existed. saying that he's he's a bad person at all. I just mm-hmm. can't stand him anymore. Yeah. Uh, I can stand some of his work, especially if it's something I've already seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but especially with like the the um drama he created around that movie which isn't a good movie and i understand why he did it but like he it's obvious that he missed the point of the kick-ass movies yeah when he was refusing to like he boycotted his own movies like you obviously don't know what you're making if you if you think that this is part of the problem Mm -hmm. uh so yeah i i I don't know Uh, yeah and a lot of people this is just a like a lot of the reason that people uh, vote for celebrities into office. I'm not going to mention a spe- any spe- specific celebrities, is because a lot of people are dumb and think the things that <laughs> celebrities say are profound. Yeah. When a lot of the things celebrities say are not profound, and they're really just like ayahuasca trips, and and like you know, it seems very spiritual and, and loose, but it's really just word salad that doesn't mean shit. And I feel like Jim Carrey went down that road where everything and he said. people are tossing that salad for yeah, sure. Yeah, and every, everyone was like listening to what he said. And was, oh, he's so profound. It's like what he's saying is nothing. He's literally saying nothing with like <laughs> 50,000 different words. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I still, I'm still a fan of him. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was not the biggest problem with this movie. Honestly, Christopher Mintz Plots was the worst part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just fucking annoying. Uh, and then the rest of the movie was just, eh. It doesn't capture the same charm that the first one had. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just, I needed to point that out. But Can you imagine they made another one with Aaron Taylor Johnson looking the way he does? Guy looks like a superhero just existing right now. Yes, yes, he does. Well, I guess a supervillain. He's in, in, he's in Craven. Ooh. Although Ooh. they make him look like a good guy in that one. I guess he's At technically in, an in anti-hero. I don't, I don't even know what they're doing anymore. They're, they're just milking whatever they own now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, uh, then I watched Fan, which we're going to get into right now. Connection, Veena. Kamal ki cheez hai. Bas ho gaya to ho gaya. Why, why Bluetooth se bhi jyada strong hai abna connection? Usse star nahi hai. Dunia hai meri. Gorov develops an obsession with a movie star who looks just like him. He goes to Bombay to meet his idol, but he refuses to grant him five minutes of his time. Gorov is enraged and plots to destroy his hero. Yes! Directed by Manish Sharma, written by Manish Sharma, Habib Faisal, and Sharat Kataria. It is starring Shah Rukh Khan, Shirya Pilgowankar, and Sayani Gupta, Walusha D'Souza, and others. No one else that I uh, really recognize, but I'm also not a connoisseur of Bollywood movies. So there could be a bunch of famous people, and I just don't know. 
this, of course, came up on Streaming Roulette is the one that we picked. We did not mm-hmm. break the rules this time. We did not. We were uh, good little boys. We were good little boys. And, uh, you know, I'm always a little wary whenever a Bollywood movie comes up just because uh, I know it's part of the culture to have, like, musical breaks in all of the movies, and they're also super long. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not obviously trying i'm not trying to change that because i'm not the core demographic for it obviously there's a billion people that are the core demographic of this uh and uh i i just i really get annoyed with as many musical breaks they as as they have Mm -hmm. Uh, one or two really doesn't bother me when there's one or two it doesn't bother me but when there's like one every 15 20 minutes that's when it gets annoying um and that but then this has none yeah, we've been getting I, super lucky with these. Yeah, picks. with like uh, uh, Hader <laughs> yep. and uh, Stree uh, only had a couple, but they kind of fit in in yeah, what was it, going it, on. It molded together very well. Yeah, so I'm yeah, not we, a musical guy in the slightest. Well, my um, first experience with Bollywood movie was a movie called Shootout at Wadala, mm-hmm. which uh, is based on a true story, and then there's of course musical breaks in it. And to to put this into perspective. Uh, take a movie like The Irishman mm-hmm. and put musical breaks in it, <laughs> where it's about it's it about just like fits. A, it's about a, a very real violent episode in a country's history, and then they put musical uh, yeah. m- moments in it. Uh, so like, uh, and I I like Shootout at Wadala. I legitimately do, except for the mm-hmm. thirty minutes out of the two and a half hours that is um, like them singing and dancing. Yeah, uh, and then. So that kind of put a, a bitter taste in my mouth. But we have been re- getting really lucky. And uh, for the most part, I enjoyed this one. I, I It wasn't uh, it wasn't great. I, I definitely I think it's the weakest of the three Bollywood movies we've talked about on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but I still had fun with it. I think uh, I'll go ahead and, and say this. Um, there is really no expectations. So it, it was it was on the floor for me. Yeah. Um, as far as that went, kind of exceeded him. Not gonna lie about it, but yeah. it was mainly uh, just Shah Rukh Khan who who really ex- exceeded it. Because yeah. I mean, obviously, m- most of this movie's him. For a good portion, I didn't think he played both characters. Uh, really, be- I well at first, like for a little bit, and I'm like, is yeah. that the same? F- that- he's got the same chin line and everything, but like. He he doesn't look very fit like the actor version like of of this character, um, and he, he the nose the nose is different like he's the the Gurav's got like my my nose and then um, yeah, obviously Shah Rukh Khan's nose is like the actual like actor's nose yeah. so like that 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 was fucking with me I'm like how did they do this because yeah. it looks good like the, the, yeah, practical the, digital effects like they. They made it look good. Yeah, like they it combined. doesn't even look like the same. Well, it does obviously, but it looks like a nose job was seriously happening. Yeah, uh, I think I read that they combined practical and uh, computer generated de aging effects. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, this is better than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of Hollywood de aging. It really uh, is because like there there are moments where it looks a little um, uh, uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. But they're few and far between, whereas like Hollywood movies are just that's the only thing people talk about is how terrible the de-aging is. Now, um, I'll say this, that I'm pretty sure I, I read in here that basically the, the, VF, the VFX people were working their 
asses off on this movie for like a year and a half, night and yeah. day. Now, that fucking sucks. I'm sorry you guys had to do that. But your work paid the hell off because the, v- the VFX in this looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like better than most stuff, period, that I've, yeah. I've seen lately. Like the de-aging, like you were just saying, holy hell. Yeah. Like it looks it looks great. Like I just I straight up I didn't realize for a little bit that they was the same person. And then I'm I'm curious if they like de-aged his muscles. Like they just I don't know how they did that or if he just stopped working out and then shot at a different time or what happened. I mean, I it, they probably had like a body double for some shots. Yeah. Um like they did with the first Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I, I mean, there are ways to to make someone look thinner, which is probably why they they uh, worked overtime for, yeah. for years. Um, but yeah, it, it is really impressive the the look that they create with it. I mean, just um, that alone, I would like to just see like you know like a a commentary for like half an hour just on like them talking about the process and like which ones were practical, which ones were digital, yeah. what they, what they do, certain things like that. It would be really cool to get into the depth of that. Cause that was really cool. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this movie really kind of had me wondering like what the, with fans, I always thought it was weird. Like I'm, you know me, I'm a fan of a lot of people, Yeah, but not to this extent. Mm-hmm. I will never understand why anyone is a fan to this extent. Yep. Uh, not, and I'm not just saying, like, the illegal stuff that he does. I'm saying, like, <laughs> the waiting outside their house to yeah, wish them the, a happy birthday. That's beyond uh, me. It is beyond me. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure that you don't have someone that you would do that for. But if you did, <laughs> who would it be? Who are you the biggest well, fan of? Or like, I actually, who, this is the funniest fucking story. So there's, there's, I don't give a fuck about any celebrities. I want that to be stated and clear on that. <laughs> like, if, if, if I had met them, like, in person, I'd be like, oh, I'm in the same room as them. That's, cr- I'm not going to go and interrupt their day or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I've never, I've never come close. We, we all, we almost met uh, Kevin Smith. Um, if, you know, if we probably stayed longer and all that. Um, but really, there's not too many other celebrities that uh, I've I've gotten that close to. There is one, however, and I have a story uh, that I'm not going to go too long on. But this just literally happened this weekend. Oh, I'm fucking mad about it <laughs> because I've missed this person three times in Am my I life. Shyamalan? Yes, you son of a bitch. I've missed this person three times in my life, so I'm not going to state where i worked or anything like that or or just just to clarify that i'm not trying to give away any positions of this guy's uh you know life um at one point i think i handled one of his packages make that weird if you want to um but it was during the time that he was making split mm-hmm. so like i'm sitting there and his name is on the package and i'm, yeah. I'm sitting there i'm holding to I'm be like, clear he worked for uh, ups right Yes. Yeah, he worked for UPS, so it just it happenstance. It's not like he searched for this no, package. It's not, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I'm sitting there. I'm holding. I'm like, I could be holding the fucking script for Split right now. I doubt it, but I could be holding the script for Split right now, and yeah. I'm, I'm losing my shit. Um, <clears throat> during around the same time, um, 
So that was that was the first. I didn't actually I wasn't actually near him, just like this relic of a thing in my hands that we we were connected to in some sort mm-hmm. of way. Um and then um usually, Mike, you know this, we have uh, me and my friends have either wing night or burger night. We kind of switch it up from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh years ago, this is like twenty sixteen, I think. Um, we were going to the poor house in Exton a lot. Um, and like, this was during peak times. Mike knows how fucking aggravating that was. Um, I always had to be in bed by like seven so I can go in. I think you fell asleep through three of our movies that we were reviewing. Very, very rough times. Yeah. In a row. Um, but the, the, I think this is the one time I didn't actually go to burger night. I get a call from my guys. And uh, they're like, dude, where are you at right now? I'm like, I'm at home. You guys know I got to fall asleep. You'll never believe who is here right now. And I just I just assumed it was like another mutual person. I'm like, I don't know, this yeah. this chick or this guy. They're like, no, it's M. Night. I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so that was like, that was, oh, Jesus, that was so long ago. That was six, seven years ago now. Yeah. And this weekend, I think it was either it was either Friday, I think it was Friday, but either Friday or Saturday, I just clocked out and like I, I'm home, I, I'm showered, I'm everything. And two hours later, we get a message in uh, in our in our little uh, group chat saying, "You'll never believe who's at the theater right now." M Night Shyamalan. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this guy is fucking everywhere around me and I can't meet him. I worked for that theater uh, for 12 years and he never once. I Dick hear. Vermeil, Cole Hamels, Ryan Howard, <laughs> David Morse, uh, 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 Jason Wirth, Shane yep. Victorino, Raul Abanez. They all came in. Everybody comes into those theaters. Dev Patel we came We are never... We are never on the clock when they roll in. It's so well, annoying. No, I, I was there when all like the athletes. I came don't in. care. I wasn't. <laughs> all all the movie people that have come into the theaters when I worked there, I was yeah. not there. But like all the Philly sports legends, which was still pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the only time I ran into someone was David Morse, uh, who, for those of you who don't know, uh, is in the Green Mile. I forget his character's name. He's he's the big guard. That's like uh, Tom Hanks' mm. best friend in the Green Mile. Yeah. Um, Let's see, what's his name? Bru- uh, brutal. Uh, brutal. Brutus, Brutus Howell. Uh, oh. And, uh, he, yeah, he lives in the, in the Philly area. Came in uh, when Avatar was coming out. And I was the only person that recognized him. <laughs> and he seemed a little taken aback that I recognized him. And I was like, The Green Mile is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I, I just say you, I can imagine you just like this. He was very kind, even though I was very awkward. Yeah. Uh, I, but it, uh, like with all the Philly sports legends, I, I have treated them like normal people have not had any problem with. But David Morse, who most people go, who? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, David Morse. But hi, uh, hi David Morse. <laughs> I want to clear. First off, M. Night is a fucking legend, has made so many great movies that I've watched growing up. Yeah. Um, I think Signs was like the first one that I ever like fully grasped. Like, oh, this is M Night Shyamalan making this yeah. movie. Uh, like, I watched Village before that, but I didn't really gather the concept that uh, people make consecutive things. Uh, but he's been a, a staple, and he's been around for so like just around my area, and just I, I keep missing him. Yeah. Now so my whole family is running I, to him. When if I actually saw him, I'm like, oh, he's in the same room with me. That's fucking sick. But I would, I would never just interrupt. I, I can't stand people who just, like, he's he's like the most 
up there as far as like yeah. people like I'd he, go nuts for he for a is second. the reason I wanted to get into movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because when I was a kid, not because he was like my favorite director or whatever, but when yeah. I was a kid, I thought that that was just for people that lived in California. Mm-hmm. And then there's this guy making movies in our own backyard. Like yeah. I, I auditioned to be an extra in the village. Didn't get it, but I auditioned for it. At least he like, tried. That's how close he was. I filmed uh, in a, an abandoned house. Uh, I, a short film that my friend was making. We filmed in an abandoned house that was across from a uh, uh, location he shot the happening in. Mm-hmm. I lived a tenth of a mile away from the diner in the happening uh <laughs> like there's there's a whole bunch of different things that like and so he was like the person that i was like oh man someone yeah. from from this area can become a filmmaker and uh the village despite what people think i think the dialogue is beautifully written in it mm-hmm. uh, i personally love the village but i understand why people don't i, I like think the village too i think it was massively mismarketed uh mm-hmm. but that is the film that i was i remember sitting watching it and being like this is really well written I think yeah. I want to write movies, <laughs> and and that's like how it started. And then like I fell in love with making movies. So it was mm-hmm. like I have so much to thank. So I have a soft spot in my heart for M Night because of that. Uh, yeah. And admittedly, a little easy on him, but uh, that's all right. We, we're saying we're not massive fans of anyone, and we're talking about M Night Shyamalan for seven minutes. Well, I mean, uh, he's <laughs> he's just the most. He'd yeah. be the he'd be the one if like I'm I'm sure if I saw somebody. Like Chris Evans, or you know, uh, if I, dear God, uh, Moss Mickelson, or uh, Michael Fassbender, or any anybody like that, I'm sure I'd be like, oh shit, yeah. that's my man. But yeah. or Chris Tucker, because I just basically did that voice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's I think it's just the Coen Brothers and no one else really. Yeah, maybe but people I, from Coen Brothers movies. I but. I'm just happy to be in the same room with the person. Yeah, but I'm, I would I'm never, somewhere. I would never interrupt somebody's day and be like, "Hey, can I get a photo or get an autograph?" I don't need any use for anything like that. Yeah. Just being in the bad. moment is the yeah. best part. I felt bad saying anything to David Morse, and that was just like a, yeah, like I was helping him already, so I was just like, "Hey, yeah. I really liked it," but like I, I felt a little bad afterwards. Uh, and he yeah, was like, very, again, he was very kind, David Morse. If if the conversation happened organically, I'd be like, "Hey, you're you're blank, right? Hey." Yeah, Lo- love your work. Thank you. You entertain yeah. me forever. I, I feel like we would never be as obsessed with anyone as as this no. guy is in this. Um, and I, I see a lot of people like this obsessed with like Taylor Swift or Beyonce. And honestly, yeah. probably just, get some flack for saying it seems like a mental illness. If you ask me, I, I mean, like <laughs> basically, I just saw uh, like a little uh, video of like this eighty five year old man who is absolutely head over heels for Dua Lipa. I mean, she's an attractive woman, very talented as well. Yeah. But, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah. First off, you're, I don't know how far you're getting there, brother, but there's better things you could be doing, I guarantee it. You know how much how much they could be doing with all that effort and everything to just put it to something else? The time he took to put all those pictures on the wall in his bedroom. Yeah. He could have done something. He could have cured cancer with that. Time. No, a lot of it to me is, oh wow! I'm actually uh, the the IMDb page is showing like the kind of special effects stuff, and I'm I'm falling in love with it right now. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, I, I I feel like the time they take into doing all the shit that they are doing, fanning over this one person, I feel like 
I feel like to me it would be more inspirational to try to get to meet that person organically and becoming famous in your own right to where and a lot of a lot of this at, at towards the end of the movie is is what um <clears throat> god what what was the actual the main character the the actor's name uh the uh, actor character is Arion that, that was Arion uh Ar- Arion's character actually ends up like, saying to him eventually he's like dude be just, just just be you man yeah. like let me be me and you be you like a, a lot of it is just the effort they could put into or making it organic or becoming mm. famous on their own and being at the standards of that person you're idolizing so much. Yeah. You could become be, one of their peers would, if you worked you, at it. you could literally work with them all the time if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And not make it weird. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm, I don't have that mindset that they do. So yeah. I, they have, you know, it's, it's something else. Yeah. One thing I, I really love about uh, Bollywood movies um, I've seen, with the exception of Hot Air, because that's a little more serious, mm-hmm. is that they have a, a really good sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, like, th- they're not afraid to do something a little outlandish, like when he takes a selfie with the cop and the cop smiles. <laughs> yeah. Like, just little little funny things like that, I feel, is, is something that American movies don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and... I, I, it's it's something that happens across pretty much all the ones I've seen, with the exception of Hot Air, but of course. It's, it's um, weird because it doesn't feel. Or, I guess it doesn't feel organic here. Like if somebody did that to you in the street here, I feel like somebody would just push them and say, "Get the fuck off me," and then just like yeah. go at it. Just a little, I guess, a little more hostile. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like the U.S. is more hostile than a lot of places. Oh, significantly. Um, <laughs> And when they're not hostile, they're really being rude, but seeming nice like they do in the South. Yeah. Uh, They'll be rude to your face, but it seems like they're being nice, which is why I hate the South more than I hate the North. (laughs) I don't hate the North because when they're rude, they're rude to your face and up front, not behind your back. Yeah, they're going to they're going to be real. with Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it's it's yeah, I my biggest problem with this movie is the concept of the movie, just because like I cannot fathom having that mindset. Mm-hmm. of being obsessed with someone to this extent. Uh, but it, 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 it's, uh, ultimately an interesting movie. Um, you know, with the idea of like how saying something as benign as, uh, I am nothing without my fans would come back to bite you. Yeah. Um, obviously with the guy who is mentally ill, like Garov in this, um, and, I I really like the dynamic of like how do celebrities really owe fans anything? Uh, I think there's an extent to it. I would say in it depends on the situation. Like on red carpets, Mm -hmm. within reason, sure. Yeah, like they're not going to stop and talk to you for five minutes, but like a wave, a smile. That's the least they could do. Just a small Um, gesture of like acknowledgement. Sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. But when you're Aryan, and he's got massive, massive amounts of fans. Or you know yeah. any any Avenger or like straight up Rob, Robert Downey Jr. or any of those people. Mm-hmm. You've got so many people, and eventually you just kind of I feel like you just stop seeing them as people. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I can't speak for them. I'm just. I mean, I'm just, you'd probably nah. go crazy if you if you. I mean, you probably still see them as people, but I mean, just to the extent that you see a bunch of people when you're traveling public transit. 
Like, there's like, a lot of people who genuinely go out of their way to be kind. Post Post Malone, Keanu, like just you know, just just plenty. There's there's definitely way more people than that, but they're like the first two to come to mind on like just genuinely just being there, you know, yeah. just being there and being in the moment for like anybody, a fan, anything like that. Um, I feel like me personally, I'm the opposite of you. I did enjoy the concept. Um, I just think there's, it's the way they went about some of the, the sequences is yeah. kind of what did it for me. My, my um, biggest problem, uh, if I can interject is, yeah. is, um, when he Inject, starts getting his revenge and, and yeah. everyone like, it's something that would be so easily proven that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aryan's character. Yeah. Um, that, like, to me, it wouldn't even be, like, an issue. It'd be like, hey, this isn't me. Yeah. Like, in he, event- here's, here's, here's secure, especially in London. London is, like, the most, um, uh, CCTV'd security camera, you know, yep. city in the world. I, I believe, I heard that somewhere. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. So, like, all they have to do is, like, hey, this is me at 11, 10 a.m., Mm-hmm. 10 miles away from where it happened and this is also what you claim to be me leaving that scene at this time like well, yeah eventually at the time he's, of it, he's, by himself, he's able but. to prove that i yeah. think i think a big thing though is like let's give example here like here in america at least a lot of it has become guilty until proven innocent and not the other yeah, way around. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, so I think a, a lot of it stems from from that. Is yeah. that Also probably a little racism on on the London cops fault. Yeah, just part. a little bit for uh, sure. Just cuz like just cuz of how aggressive he was about it. Yeah. Like you think he'd be well, American. <laughs> <laughs> well, even then, like if if someone is more or less complying, which he was until the you know he mm-hmm. was complying, but in a sassy way. Admittedly, a sassy way. Mm-hmm. But like, he comes in right away before he even knows what's what's going on. He's like, "That's a warrant for your arrest, yeah. you cunt." That's comes just, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ooh, in fucking hell. England. They they say that all the time in England. I'm told. Uh, <laughs> it's it's facking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> facking. But yeah, it, generally he does come off a little bit sassy in the beginning there but yeah uh, because the other he kind of matched what the other guy was doing yeah he um, just matched him and then it, it kind of just stems after like it kind of trickles down to like where they're like oh man these these stars think they like owe us everything or like or uh, we owe them everything or something like that um and like everybody he runs into with higher authority is just like these stars who the fuck do they think they are which i mean it happens in real life too even though he was complying and they they were telling him to do his own uh, investigating and all that, yeah, like that's and, like, their yeah, job. You, Why does you he do have to your? Do it? Yeah, you do it, and then like yeah. so he's like, fine, I'll fucking do it, and then like they got bitchy at him because he was doing their job basically. Yeah, he uh, he did what they asked him to, and mm-hmm. then they got mad about it. Um, but I mean, it's it's all you know specifically to have the movie go forward without yeah. that that leap of. Uh, you know, just a suspension of disbelief. There is within the really movie, no it, movie. It, it makes sense. For yeah, sure. it, it's just it, it, it's I don't know. It's just a little annoying to yeah. me. Um, just I, I things I, I like it to be a, masked a little bit more. <laughs> um, and 
maybe it's just because I know there's so many security cameras in London. Yeah. Uh, that it, that's why I have a hard time thinking that. Like if it, if it was like any other city where maybe they have one every four blocks or whatever, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But with with London, they have them everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and to the point where there's movies made about the people that watch them, um, and and uh, well, that's technically Scotland, but it's the entire country of of uh, United Kingdom, the mm-hmm. Kingdom of United Kingdom. And Scotland's a different country. There's four countries in that country. Man, yeah. the, the, the I'm st- I'm sorry the uh, the IMDb's it's showing the whole process of. Everything I was talking about earlier of wanting to see, they're showing basically everything that I wanted to to see. The Where process, that? it's is that one just, of the videos. It's just showing, yeah. Nice. Um, the process is really cool. Like they're they're going into detail on everything. It, this uh, grade A uh, on special effects and you know practical. Um, they uh, they did a they did such a good job. Yeah. And he, the actor, uh, Shah Rukh Khan, he, he did so good at portraying basically both, uh, air quotes, himself and, yeah, uh, like, you know, a, a hyper, uh, is that even the word, hyper-realistic version of himself? Yeah. And playing kind of the Nathan Drake of, of just clumsy-ass characters who are so lucky and are getting, like, just escaping things. Like, all, his luck is at 20 every single time. Yeah. Um, just playing a clumsy kind of fan goofball and playing uh, a version of himself. He did so great at both characters. Um, and I, I just genuinely enjoyed whenever they either interacted with each other or, uh, well, with himself. Or just, or they just were electric was, scenes. They were great scenes they, they every were, time that they would talk yeah, to each other. They were great. It was just a lot of it is a lot of the the down uh, parts for me are kind of just when he's trying to do the whole sabotaging thing for uh, Shah Rukh Khan's yeah. character. Or, well, <laughs> for uh, I keep forgetting his name. Aryan. Aryan. Sorry. Aryan. Um, trying to sabotage Aryan's career. That's kind of the downtime, but when it gets kind of on track of like them being close to each other, or like in the immediate vicinity, mm. it, it picks back up a bit. Um, I, don't, I genuinely, I I like this movie more than I thought I would. Yeah, uh, same here, same here. Especially for something that came up in streaming roulette. Um, and um, and then yeah, a hundred percent on that one. And then I think the the end wraps it up so well. Sorry, I just saw the, the the scene where he's in the crowd outside his birthday. Oh yeah, I hate crowds, so it just it. Oh yeah, it freaks me out every time I see it. Just see of people continue. Um, Sorry, I, I think the end is is just so well done, and just uh, the Aryan talking to uh, fuck. Why can't I remember their names? Garyov, Garov, or yeah. Garov, um, and just that whole the whole moments where he's talking about trying trying to just get him to stop and he's like i can't stop like you started this all you had to do was apologize which granted if he apologized to him that would be one thing but he's he wants a public apology and everything like that yeah and he he wants him to do it in public well, he, he wants to be synonymous with uh Aryan yeah. for the rest of his life which he gets in the end he ends up getting for sure because he kills himself in front of uh Aryan. Mm-hmm. um but and, just yeah. just that lead up before what Mike just said, the lead up before when they're having a conversation 
And uh, what was what was the actual quote he said? I gotta find it real quick, real quick. Uh, just kind of the whole conversation they're having with each other, and him telling him, you know, be yourself, I'll be myself. Um, and we could just, oh, here it is. The joy of living as yourself cannot be matched by living as another. <laughs> and then somebody put, this is my favorite fucking thing, uh, reading afterwards. Somebody put a review that said, says an actor playing an actor to himself playing a guy who impersonates the actor. <laughs> I'm the good, I'm the dude disguised as a dude who's playing yeah. another dude. I'm the guy playing the dude disguised as another dude. It's so funny. Um, oh my God. But it's like, that. it's like, that's, that's hilarious as far as that like little review went. But it's also like, dude, just be your, like, just do your own thing. Stop. Yeah. Get off of me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely someone who uh, is unhappy with how their own life is. Although they didn't really show that, which is kind of one of the bigger issues. Yeah, uh, like he seems perfectly happy in his life, um, even though uh, they did de-age his muscles a little bit. Yeah, just I a mean, little bit. It looks like he did drop a, the weight. Yeah. Um, have you seen Shah Rukh Khan in anything else? He, I mean, he's obviously one of the biggest. Uh, I mean, I, I've known the name. I don't think I've seen him in anything. Yeah, he's he, he's definitely a name that kind of has come across uh, to us. I saw mm-hmm. him one of his movies. I, I feel like I've probably seen him in a couple things, but one of his movies, um, the call, I believe it's called "The Bravehearted Will Get the Bride" or something like that. Uh, it's on the thousand one movies you must see before you die mm-hmm. list. Uh, the uh, H- Hindi title I want to say is Diwali Dulhania Le I'm Jayenka. looking at that one right now, actually. Uh, yeah, that one was pretty good. It's a romance, so that's pro- you know very rare that romances are more than just three out of five stars for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did enjoy it for, yeah, for what it was. I, it's just I know I know he's a big actor. I know his name yeah. for a fact, but I've never actually. Besides this, I've never actually watched any of his stuff. Yeah. There's only I think a handful of Bollywoods that I've actually seen, and basically, at least four out of five are with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, same. I I think I've seen like three without you, and then the rest have been with mm-hmm. with you. Um, the you you were saying that you kind of would uh you were thinking about what would happen if this was like remade in America who would yeah, be the yeah. person Tom Cruise shows so, up well then uh, let me let me show, let me tell that real quick yeah so I I had uh sorry I oh man I talk a lot holy fuck I was telling right. when I was watching the beginning of this movie I'm like man I wonder how this movie would go like if this was made you know kind of today but more american i'm like who would it be who would it be that i would want to see in this version and i'm like the biggest star kind of technically in america is is basically tom cruise and everybody, also internationally yeah everybody like the, knows the big thing tom about cruise. this is that um, I'm the probably the most unbelievable part is that as many people in london recognized him as they did in in india yeah. Um, not that I'm saying people in London wouldn't know who Shah Rukh Khan is or, yeah. or uh, you know, Aryan in, in this world. Uh, but it was like the same amount of people, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, but like the first the first person that came to mind was Tom Cruise. And that was yeah. like 20 to 30 minutes into it. And then they go to he goes to a wax museum and who the fuck pops up in a wax like a wax in the model? Yeah. The, Tom Cruise. I'm like, 
<laughs> I'm in the fucking Matrix or something, man. <laughs> Holy shit. But anyway, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, it's all good. Uh, but, the, you know, there's already kind of an American version of this directed mm -hmm. by Limp Biscuits' Fred Durst. Oh. Uh, called The Fanatic with John Travolta. Okay. Um, although it's a little different. Oh, wait. I, I, I know the movie. I've not yeah, seen it, but I know it, about it. He, he doesn't look anything like the actor that he's obsessed with. Uh, it's just he's obsessed with him and also, you know, a little outlandish. Yeah. Um, that movie, as, like, I was easier on this movie because I knew it was the guy from Limp Biscuit who directed it. But if you didn't tell me that it was the guy from Limp Biscuit who directed it, I'd be like, this is subpar. Uh, <laughs> but because, you know... I thought it was decent for someone whose main career mm -hmm. uh, is uh, being Limp Biscuit or in yeah. Limp Biscuit, <laughs> uh, songwriter producer. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's kind of a similar thing where like uh, he finally gets to meet the person he's obsessed with, doesn't mm -hmm. get the reaction he thinks he would, and then kind of like goes trying to destroy his life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, people should check that out if they want to, because uh, it's a similar thing to this. I'm trying to I don't think really of, have too much else to say. It's it like you said, definitely exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Um. I I I, I kind of am. St it's the charm of the camp that is Bollywood movies is growing on me. Still not a huge mm -hmm. fan of the musical breaks, which I'm. We've gotten very lucky with so far. Yeah. Uh, love that he has a T-shirt that just has Shah Rukh Khan's abs on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And, I'm about to uh, buy one myself. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, it, overall, it's an enjoyable film mm -hmm. and really impressive special effects. Yeah. yeah. Uh, same here, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Got anything and else to say? I, I, I think, like I said earlier, the only uh, drawbacks are kind of the, the downtimes when he's kind of sabotaging um, the career. Um, yeah. But other than that, yeah, it was a little, I'll, I'll be honest, a little bit blown away. Yeah. 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 The one thing, uh, last thing I'll say is that it kind of got weird towards the end where they're trying to make it seem like uh, everyone thought that Gaurav was a good guy when everything that he did proves that he's not a good guy. Yeah. It got a little too sentimental. Well, I, I could see, well, the people around him, I could for sure see like, hey. Yeah, like, know, oh, he's easy. having a mental break. Yeah. Um, but... but Everybody else, I feel else, like the movie no. felt that way as well. I f the movie <laughs> kind of felt like it felt that way as well. Yeah, no, he he um, didn't really deserve any second chances, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, um, especially after the molesting of that one girl. Well, that and, um, you know, breaking and entering into his home and holding yeah. his child. Yeah. F fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if that happened to me and I were home... Someone's gonna die. It might yeah. be me if I'm honest, but <laughs> but at least you're willing. <laughs> I I will try. I, to, I think to, I think you're right on that. I think it does it does try. It to, forgives him too easily. Yeah, but I'm yeah. glad they went the route where he became cynical again and just was like, "You'll yeah. never understand," and then it ends up fucking yes, yes. expiring I, himself. I, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, that's mm -hmm. uh, that's all I got. So yeah. that is our review for fan. That brings us to the judgment. As always, it needs to be unanimous decision whether or not it goes to the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. Mm. Call it in the air, heads or tails? Tails. It is heads, so I'll go. Ooh. Uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, this is like one of the ones that I don't, I'm on the fence about. Uh, yeah. Definitely really enjoyed it. Really exceeded my expectations. 
Uh, I have a significant amount of problems with it, but it's not as much as I thought it would be. Oh, the makeup and special effects is is really <laughs> I I love seeing the BTS right now because yeah. they they <laughs> they de-aged his body. So he, even when he's wearing a shirt, like he's got he's got like naturally he's got kind of broader shoulders yeah. and the camera's behind him and like they like shrunk him down to where it's like he's kind of like a younger dude. It's yeah, I don't know, it's I good. Sorry, it. they sorry, did, sorry. They did really good. They did really good. Um but I know that I called heads and and be, or you called tails and mm-hmm. they landed on heads. I, so I'm I get ready it. to go first. That's fine. But yeah, because honestly, like I don't know. I I'm I'm not ready to possibly influence what you have to say. <laughs> no, I'm. I mean, so. my mind's honestly it's made up. So okay. if anything, I'll be influencing you. Okay. Um. So I I think. Um. Like I said, I think this movie kind of blew me away. There is its drawbacks, which honestly, in my opinion, don't hold it back enough because mm-hmm. of everything else about it. The chemistry that he had with himself and how well he played other actors, the video and practical effects were phenomenal. I've, I'm, I'm literally, that's the most mind-blowing thing. You, I mean, you literally heard me take breaks and be like, holy shit, look at this deep BTS, yeah. goddamn. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think... I think it works really well in its subject matter. It it seals it at the end very nicely too without painting him as a good guy. It could have, but it didn't. Like it, it was like, "Eh?" and then it it got the cookie or hand out of the cookie jar. You're like, "Yeah, nah, fuck that guy." I um, think it definitely would have been a no for me if it if it were yes. if it went the happy route. Yes. Um and I think one thing we didn't talk about which I thought was a, a nice seal on top of it was that um, in the end, he kind of, he was <laughs> not, not encouraging what he did in the end after, after the whole expiring himself sequence, um, <laughs> there was, there was a nice, uh, kind of montage of all the selfies he took in, yeah. in the movie, which was like, I mean, watching it, you're not thinking about it, but like him just enjoying the journey that he's on and just mm-hmm. how happy he is doing the journey and like kind of seeing him as a person of just like, Oh, sorry. I thought it was knocking. Just kind of seeing the journey that he was doing along the way and how happy it made him, even though he had bad intentions yeah. at, after the fact that he got kind of brushed away. I yeah. think I liked it enough. I'm, I would definitely put it on the shelf personally. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you put it very succinctly. Yeah. I think out of all the Bollywood movies, word means <laughs> I tried to act like I did. <laughs> it means brief and clearly. That's not the exact definition, but uh, though I don't think you did it briefly either. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do it briefly. Um, the uh, the only thing holding me up is that uh, Bollywood movies. Before this one, or two for two, do I want to make it three for three? Mm. Being on the list, both Shri and Hader have been on the list. I don't know. Do you want to be the guy to just take that three oh, away? You know what? I feel like one day we will watch a Bollywood movie that neither of us like. Yeah, there's going to be a one that doesn't deserve the show. Yes, so I'm okay with making it three for three and mm-hmm. saying yes, it does go on the list. There you go. There we go. Look so, fan. 
starring Shah Rukh Khan and Shah Rukh Khan does go <laughs> into the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. That brings us to our assignment for next week. Uh, it is my turn to pick, which means it is Glenn's turn to pick a number between <laughs> 1 and 50. 17. 17. Okay. Ooh. Uh-huh. I am not uh, upset, but I'm also not happy about this. <laughs> so, our movie... If I can find it. You got this. On, uh, God damn. You got this, Papa. Here we go. Okay. Our movie is going to be on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> is an animated movie Ugh. from 2001. Oh. Called. Oh, is it Lilo and Stitch? Atlantis. Oh, that was pretty the close. The Lost Empire. Ooh. linguist named Milo Thatch joins an intrepid group of explorers to find the mysterious lost continent of Atlantis. Directed by Gary Truesdale and Kirk Wise, uh, written by Tab Murphy. No, that's a name. Kirk Wise. <laughs> Tab Murphy sounds like a baseball player's name. <laughs> does, uh, Kirk Wise and Gary Truesdale, uh, starring Michael J. Fox, Jim Varney, Corey Burton, Claudia Christian, uh, John Mahoney, James Garner, Phil Morris, Leonard Nimoy. Uh, let's see if there's anyone that I notice. Uh, Did you say Jim Cummings? Jim Cummings is in there. You voice mm. of Tigger. Um, yeah. And a lot of different so voices. So the reason I'm not excited or disappointed is that this is probably the one that I least wanted to watch out of I, all the 50 that on here. <laughs> I, I'll say that I... Did just watch this recently, oh. but I I am okay with this because we did just watch Treasure Planet. Yes, and we were comparing it a lot. Well, not a lot. We were comparing yes. it to Atlantis a bit. And I haven't watched Atlantis, and so, so now's the chance. To now's the chance. Talk about that. To fall in love with that white-haired lady that everyone else is oh my God. in love with. <laughs> <Ugh. Yeah>. <laughs> it's <laughs> happening. Yes, so Atlantis, The Lost Empire on Disney Plus is our assignment for next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we're Keystone underscore film underscore review. Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube, Keystone Film Review. And on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I'm Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we actively avoid trying to talk about how attractive this cartoon woman is because that is weird. We are thirty men in our 30s. Man. Speak for yourself, motherfucker. Helga, I think her name is. Oh, Helga. Oh. Is it Helga? I don't think it's I Helga. Helga's one of the characters. Audrey? I'm trying to just go off a. Of no, she's title. got. 
Princess Kaida. Yeah. Or Kida. Played by Cree Summer. Yeah, Helga's, I think, the blonde chick. Uh-huh. Well, we're, we're going to actively... She looks. Ab- she looks like a Helga. I'll say that. Yeah, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye.